Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. I have a really special friend this week, Peter Mawanga. Peter is a longtime collaborator with former Get Up in the Cool guest Andrew Finn McGill, and when they were on their way through Philly, Finn recommended I get Peter in front of a mic. I was really nervous about it, because Peter is from Malawi, and African rhythms, in general, way outside my comfort zone. Uh, I profoundly don't understand them. But Peter was lovely and patient and disarming, and he spoon-fed me all the polyrhythms. I felt like (laughs) the palest baby, Um, but I was in really good hands. Uh, I actually left in a part where he starts playing a tune on the Sansi and literally says, you can just add anything. And he lets me struggle for about five seconds before he just stops the song and sings a part to me. (laughs) And then, you know, he jumped in on some old time tunes like it was nothing. Uh, The whole thing was very humbling is what I'm trying to say. But in a really nice way, Peter's the best. And I'm excited for you to meet him if you haven't already. Stick around afterward and I'll tell you where you can find some more of Peter's music and information on his philanthropic projects. Also, details on how to support Get Up in the Cool and get exclusive bonus content. But first, here's my interview and jam with Peter Mawanga. Enjoy. Yeah. 
Very good. Nice. Beautiful. Thank Peter Mawanga. Peter Mawanga. Did I say it wrong again? No, 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 no. You said it right. Mawanga. Thank you so much for being on Get Up in the Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so on Get Up in the Cool, we it's a weekly show, mm-hmm. and basically every week we have an old time Appalachian fiddler on. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for opportunities to mix it up a little bit. Because yes. even super fans of the genre, you know, they're like, oh, it's another fiddler, huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's really, really good to have you here. Thank you. Um, and uh, you are also someone who's taking traditional music mm-hmm. and trying to make it accessible yes. to other folks. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Thank Can you. you tell tell us a little more about that? What do you, What is it that you do? Yeah, so I... So I grew up I, I grew up listening to pop music just like any other teenager would. Yeah. Um and you know I my my idol, my idols and my icons in the in those days. Um but when I started performing I I soon realized that our music is not known across the globe. Yes. You know. And not only across the globe, even in parts of Africa, people don't know Malawian music. Yeah. And yet we are so rich in traditional music. And so I started a research to go out and discover what is truly Malawian. Yeah. And then I discovered a lot of traditional dances, amazing rhythms and and amazing, you know, harmonies and the way these people weave their, their voices. It's not... It's not the normal harmony that you know, and and so I I I I took it as a task to say, okay, I'm gonna go out in the fields, in the villages, because this is you can only find this deep, deep in the villages uh, mm. in Malawi. Three quarters of Malawi is like rural, yeah. But then there are some parts which are really, really rural, you know. So you go there because the only means of entertainment in those areas is after work, they just gather around and sing and yeah. and they dance, you know. You see groups of girls and boys playing on drums and, you know. So I would go to those places and, you know, set up a little recorder and start recording and listening yeah. to, to the music. And I soon also discovered that maybe it's not even enough. If I really want to kite the rhythms and everything, I need to be a part of that yes. of the of the of of the group. So I'll dance with them, I'll yeah. sing with them, I'll you know. And um I think they were also inspired to see that some some person from town has come, yeah. you know, and is taking keen interest in their music. And so I'll then take that music, go back into the studio yeah. and start uh, bring bring in musicians, you know, uh, uh, saxophone players, uh, drummers, and all uh, pianists, and all those guys. And I'll play the music, and I say, "This is what we need to start working on." Yeah. And so that's how I came up with songs like Samara, yeah. you know, and all these pieces that we're going to be playing to get today. Can you tell us what the words in Samala are? Like, what are the S- lyrics? Samala is is a song. Um, it's it's it talks. It's a song. Uh, Samala means uh, take care of yourself. Okay. Yes. So it's basically a message uh, from a, a, a parent who's uh, writing a letter to to um, a child who's in the diaspora who's okay. traveled overseas to yeah. say, you know, it's a long. It's been a long time since you you you, you left, and um, how are you keeping up overseas? Yeah. You know. Um, don't forget our way of life. Don't forget our traditions. Yeah. Don't don't forget our. Don't lose your morals. Yes. You know? So yeah, you really have to take good care of yourself. Yeah. So that's basically what. So it's not just about. like take make sure that you have a sh- roof over your head. It's make sure your your spirit is yes. intact. Yes. When you're away from basically, home. basically, yeah. That's beautiful. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you, so, when, so when you come when you come and play in the states, do people say that kind of thing to you? Like, of course. Don't, don't lose your morals over <laughs> <Of> there. <course. laughs> I, on this particular trip, my, my mom was with me at the airport. Oh, very good. And one thing she said was, um, uh, "Don't drive too fast in a foreign country." You know, that was that was so interesting. It's good advice. Yeah, that was really interesting. <laughs> she always has something to say. You yeah. Know? So, so yeah. I mean, you you always have to keep up good morals. There's one one proverb, um, you know, that we have back in Malawi, which says, um, "When you when you when you when you visit." Don't leave your your mouth behind. So basically, when you go to to someone's house, yeah, 
you don't talk too much you mm. people are supposed to know you and respect you for your actions oh. you know otherwise if you talk too much you you may uh, you may end up spilling out a lot of beans so that's <laughs> you know so that's that's basically what what this song is about interesting very good that's a lot to unpack <laughs> i wish i had asked you that before i played it i don't know if it would have changed any of the way that i played it maybe maybe i wouldn't have left my banjo yeah. behind <laughs> ah that's beautiful mm. so um can you say like what are the rhythms that are that you used mm -hmm. for this song Okay, so so this is this this is a, a mangan ma, ma, manganje manganje yes manganje. Beat. You can say if I said it wrong. <laughs> Just say no. no. It's manganje. Manganje. Yeah. So yeah. um, this this beat is usually played in the southern part of Malawi. Okay. So Malawi is divided in three different regions. So you you've got the central, you've got the south, and you've got the northern region, yeah. and um, in Malawi we don't speak one language. We've got so many different languages. So, but the national language is Chichewa, which I use, which 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 is spoken, which is um, spoken in in schools. Um, but um, but even though because of our different tribes and different yeah. you know languages, we also have different uh, styles of music, yeah. different traditional dances, different rhythms as well. You know, um, if you go up to the north, you've got what they call the vimbuza. You know, um, so you find that in most of the songs that I play, because I I'm not only representing um, uh, one part of Malawi. Yeah. I'm trying as much as possible to represent the rest of Malawi. So yeah. what I do is, in the same song, you get a bit of vimbuza somewhere. You you still get a bit of something else, because I try as much as possible to incorporate. A, a lot of yeah. things in one song um, because I've had this opportunity to, 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 to be performing globally and so you never know who's going to pick which song so if somebody picks you you choose to listen to um, Samala, I would, I would yeah. like you to sample uh, bits and pieces of what Malawi what we do in Malawi so that's basically yeah. what I do Where's where is this hook from? Where is that from, like, that rhythm? Because that rhythm is, like, that was what, like, grabbed me when I first listened to this. I was like, whoa, it just totally changed. <laughs> yes. Is that from, like... Manganje. It's, that's, it's from the same yeah. bit okay. from, from Manganje, good. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I love that. That was a, that was a lot easier because we're about to play another tune. Yes. Uh, how do you say it again? Chigule. Chigule. Yes. Uh, that has a much more complicated rhythm than <laughs> yes. I may or may not butcher. Now, if I can tell you more about Chigule. So Chigule, yeah. um, Chigule means, simply means a big dance. A big dance. Yeah. yeah. Chigule is like this big dance. Um, so, so, so you're trying to, I, I think the way we would say it in, Ch in Chichewa was, um, Chigule. You know, so basically what you said, you're, what you're saying is yesterday I went to, I attended a wedding and there was a big dance, yeah. like people really danced, you know, but this particular Chigule is, is uh, inspired by a, a traditional dance in Malawi, which is like the mother of all dances, which is like the prime dance of Malawi, okay. which is so famous. It's called Gule Wamkuru. It's actually been recognized by UNESCO as one dance that needs to be pr preserved. And so mm. Gule Wamkuru is mostly done, um, is, is, is performed in um, inauguration ceremonies, okay. say, um, because we have a lot of chiefs in, 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 in our country. So, um, so in these villages, when they're inaugurating a chief, uh, you have these traditional dances. It's also danced in weddings sometimes yeah. is danced uh, also in um, um, in uh, funerals as well I was going to say yeah like there are particular funerals where where like if a chief dies of a particular yeah. um, you know village where this traditional dance is practiced yeah. you know um, it's it's also used in initiation ceremonies you know um, and mostly for boys initiation ceremonies and so and then you, it's 
it's commonly used in Malawi. Like um, how people in in the cities access this this dance is because it's commonly used by politicians in political rallies. Interesting. Yes. So you have all these political rallies. Just imagine uh, a political rally. I, I don't know, be it the president or whoever is yeah. have, holding a political rally. They'll have all these traditional dances. And Gulewankulu dance is always performed. So this one dance can mm-hmm. convey all of these different meanings. Like you do it at all these different events. Yes. Now, would one, would a group dance the... Uh, Gule Wamkulu. Gule Wamkulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, would a group dance that differently at a funeral than for a politician at a rally? Or would you do it exactly the same? No, no, no. It has different themes. Okay. So this, this dance... Um, Is this a genre of dance? Like it's a type of dance, not necessarily a specific set of moves? It's not... Yeah. I think okay. that's... that's. I okay, think it's you. good that, to put it as a genre. Okay. Because, because um, it... It has different themes, you know. It's it's a genre that would carry, um, l- like a a royal theme. It can also carry like an entertainment, simply an entertainment theme. Yeah. It can also carry um, like a spiritual theme. Yeah, you know. So it um, that. So they wear costumes. The dancers usually wear costumes, and they're accompanied by a group of women yeah. that are clapping and singing. And then there's uh, three, three or four folks that are playing drums. And so, basically, what what happens is um, um, a good example. If it's at um, at 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 a, if, at a funeral, they'll bring in what uh, what we call adzukulu. Adzukulu are, um, are the the, um, the the nephews of the of the chief, you know, um, the people they are be- believed to be the people that serve the village, you know, like um, suppose something needs to be to be done, yeah. if, or for they need to to provide some some particular some some kind of service to to the village, they send these adzukulus to to perform that, and so in in the tra- in this particular dance you have. Um, these are Zuklu that come out as um, in wearing this costume, called, and they are they are called the Kangwinwi, and it's it's a particular um, uh, group of people that are, are specialized in in this in in this dance, and so it it, it carries different things. Mm. If you if you went out just to watch Gulewamkuru being uh, performed. And where they want to just showcase everything that yes. Gulonkulu stands for, you see, you're going to see a crocodile uh, costume. You're gonna see an elephant costume. You're gonna see uh, what they call Maria, a woman, a woman dressed dressed up uh, in this costume. So all those costumes have different meanings. Yeah, you know, um, uh, Maria being a woman, she's she's representing women. Um, is that is that a coincidence? Is is that is that a coincidence that is it like Virgin Mary like representing? Is that connected at all, or is it just happen to be the same name? I, I guess because Maria is is a famous name that stands for a woman. Okay, so yes. it's like a typical yes, like sort of yeah, yes. Maria womanhood. Yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. Because because it 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 it. It it also this particular dance also tells history of Malawi. It also gives you a picture of where Malawi is coming from. What can, you know? Can I just say you you say there is also I'll tell you <laughs> there is also a white man in the in the in this costume. Oh, interesting. Yes. So it, it they'll, they'll be telling you that there was a time when we were colonized. Does he mess up the whole song? Because that's what I'm about to no, do. No, no, no. <laughs> So basically, the, the, basically, what the dance is trying to 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 say is this is where we've come from. This is where we are. Yeah. And um, we, we there were there was a time we were colonized, and we've got national parks. We've got yes. elephants. We've got this and that. So they can showcase all those things yeah. in that one particular dance. Beautiful. All right, I think. Before we do it, I'm just going to have you show... We're going to run it a couple, like a couple times through the little thing. Yeah. And then we'll record it for real. Okay. So when we when you hear it, it's after we've run it a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I'll do my best. Okay, yeah. okay. You got it. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Here we to go. go there? Yeah, to okay. go. Okay. <laughs> 
I started and ended at the same time as you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for breaking that no, down for me. You played really well. I like you playing. I, I love how you play your band. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely. Um, I'm already an outsider in America mm-hmm. to banjo music. Okay. Like I came, I'm not from the region where like um, banjo music was sort of made popular, okay. you know, cause I'm from the Northwest of okay. America. So like I'm already an outsider trying to get into this tradition. Mm-hmm. And then there's an element of playing the banjo in African music, mm-hmm. you know, that where it kind of has its roots. Yes. Uh, and so there's just all of these sort of like layers of me being like, <laughs> Excuse me, I would like to participate, but it's okay <laughs> no. if, you know, like, uh, just desperately wanting permission, but also not wanting to, you know, so it means a lot to me to have, you know, to play these tunes with you. Thank I'm, you so I'm, much for I'm, your hospitality. I'm, your I'm enjoying, hospitality. I'm enjoying okay. the, 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 the collaboration. Good. Yeah. I'm so glad. Um, well, I need to get into a, a different tuning. Okay. Would you like to play some Appalachian tunes with me? Yes, yes. Okay, yes, wonderful. Yeah. Let me get into G. Okay. That is, yeah. that sounds so beautiful. They, you see a lot of these around here, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of them are toys. <laughs> like they're really cheap ones. This is so um, amazing. I've, I've, I've gone into like your music stores. Yeah. And <clears throat> I've seen what you, well, what, what people call the Kalimba. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there's a history that goes with this instrument. This is called a Sansi. Sansi. Yeah. So Sansi, um, this instrument has traveled a lot up to, uh, you know, where it, like here it's made it to, 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 to the West. Um, so there was a time uh, in Malawi, um, I think in the 50s or 60s, 40s, I guess, um, when men used to travel uh, down to South Africa. So South Africa is this country that is rich in minerals. So men used to go down to, to South Africa uh, by train, going to work in the in the mines, you know. Um, and so a lot of men from Zambia, Malawi, Tanzania, you know, would go to South Africa. And that time, I think, um, so they would... They, they would carry these instruments, you know, Sansi, Sansi was one of the yeah. instruments they, they carried with it's them. It's very portable, isn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. So, Is it lightweight? Can I hold it? Yeah, you can hold it. Oh, yeah, it's barely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they would carry these instruments and go down to, 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 to South Africa. And some men stopped in, as the train went, it passed through Mozambique. And Mozambique... Um, some men would get off the train in Mozambique, you know, uh, because there are some beautiful women in Mozambique. So they'd stop there and, and get carried away and stay there. And so the name of the instrument, uh, the Sansi, changed in Mozambique because they also speak a different language. And I mean, they, uh, they don't even speak English in Mozambique. They normally speak uh, Portuguese. Okay. So they stop there and... and when you find this instrument in Mozambique, it's it's adopted their way of life. It's changed uh, to suit their music and everything. And now it's called a Nyunga Nyunga in Mozambique. And then the train went past Zimbabwe. And in Zimbabwe, um, it adopted a different name as well. Uh, in Zimbabwe, it's called the Mbira. So, um, and it goes all the way to South Africa. In South Africa, you find the kalimba, you find this. In, and and um, But the kalimba is a common name in countries like Tanzania, you know. And so um, this instrument, this particular instrument, the sansi, is um, known for uh, to be used uh, to entertain the higher chief of the, of the Chewa people. Um, and the, the higher chief is called Gawaundi. Uh, and so, um, what they do, they, there's there's a particular person, a, a musician that that the chosen musician 
that entertains the chief. So when the chief is going out to meet his people mm. and to speak to, to his people, you know, you may know this, that there are other parts of Africa, which like countries in Africa, that are still kingdoms. Yes. You know, and they, there's, a, they, there's a king, you know, that rules the, the, the country, like uh, Swaziland okay. or Lesotho. And so that, that tradition still exists in so many parts of Africa. Like mm. many parts of Africa have kings and chiefs and yeah. that that uh, rule over, you know, these uh, like chieftainships and, you know. And so we, we, we have that in Malawi. So and our our highest chief in the Chewa and the, the Chewa speaking people is called Gawaundi. So when Gawaundi is coming out to meet people, there's always a ceremony where mm. we, we go to to listen to him speak and, you know, watch all these traditional dances. Um, it's it's the best way to preserve our culture. Yeah. So he, when he's coming out, there's this particular music, musician that plays this sansi. So he's playing the sansi uh, to entertain the chief. It's the the way the keys are arranged, they... they they are arranged in a sense that they represent they represent the the community. So mm. you have the 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 father, you've got the mother, you've got the, ah. the aunties, and then you've got the little kids. You know, <laughs> so yeah. So basically, when he's p- performing this music, it's sort of like um, um, he's inspiring the, the the message that that needs that that needs to be told to 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 the people. Yeah. So um, say he's Playing a happy tune, I suppose, w- would mean we the community is happy, so excited, and when he comes, his message obviously is going to be positive, and so that's 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 how how common this instrument is. But it's it's close to instinction because um, you know a lot of people don't know this instrument. They know it as the other forms of it, like the kalimba. There, um, is that what you're saying? Like the Sansi specifically is close to extinction? Yes, yes. Because I mean, there's only possibly two or three people that can that know how to make this instrument oh, in wow. Malawi. You know, um, and um, so losing these people would mean losing the instrument totally. Yeah. You know, and there's only a few of us that are performing using this instrument uh, in our performances. And so I I chose to to incorporate this and actually these days it's it's like my prime instrument yeah. uh, when I perform and mm. um I'm 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 getting more mad because this is in in G I'm trying to get a couple that will be in different keys yeah. as well because I need to be able to write my music yes. uh, around this instrument as well so yeah so so that's, for that's for the people the listening at home it looks like. Uh, what some people call a thumb piano, you know, yes. it's sort of like a a, a a small board with a cutout space, mm-hmm. and then the metal tines. Yes. The biggest ones are in the middle. The, yes. the father one yeah. is in the middle, and then right the kid the ones middle. are small on the I ends. The yes. And uh, which is a really interesting way to have it. Yeah. You know, so that it goes higher to the left yes. and the right. That's really interesting. Yeah. But then the thing that's different about the way this is made from other ones that I've seen mm-hmm. is that there's a big. Is it a gourd? Yes. That's dried out and it's, it's sort of around it and that's what makes it yes. louder. Yeah. And okay. then it, it also has these resonators. Yeah, what are those? Give, um it's it's uh um, What are they made out of? They're sort of like um there's a particular tree. Um I wouldn't say bamboo because it's not bamboo. It kind of looks like bang- bamboo, like it's like yeah. a reedy thin yeah, stock that yeah. cross sections. Yes. And they're just screwed in. Yes, so you screw it in. Um, the the idea is to to give it um, some kind of um, uh, so when it's just the the god, yeah, um, the god will give you some some form of resonance. But when you add this, it also give you this the buzz, um, the, buzz the yeah. little buzz. Yes, yeah, it's all about that buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got that on the banjo too. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe after all of that, maybe you should play a traditional uh, sansi. Yeah. Maybe you should play because you had one that you were, you wanted to play just solo, right? Um, what was it? 
Uh, what about you? What about you? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to play that just just you and I'll listen, and then we'll play some Appalachian tunes with it? Oh, uh, uh, we we can we can play together. We can play. Okay, together. you think I'll be able to pick it yeah, up? Yeah. Okay. It's it's simple because. Um, I think I might turn this like this. All right. Okay. So this piece is a is a traditional hymn. Um, uh, taken from the hymns of Malawi, it's uh, it's, it's, it's called Nangainu. Um, uh, um, so Nangainu means "What about you?" Okay. So basically, like what I always do, trying to fuse traditional sounds to to you know to make them accessible to yeah. anyone else. So I, I I I decided to just interpret what Nangainu means. So. So that's 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 about the song. So do you sing in this or just play? I play and sing. Oh, both. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. When you say a hymn, mm-hmm. do you mean do you mean a Christian hymn? Yes. Okay. Because like I don't know the the col- the colonization like history of Malawi. Of Malawi. Oh yeah. So not that Christianity necessarily came ma- there through ma- colonization. Ma- I don't even know. Tell yes, me. It you did. tell me. It I, did. Okay. It did. Um, and Malawi Malawi is is. Is believed to be a God-fearing nation. Okay. Because because um, about I think ninety-eight percent of people in Malawi are Christians. That's a lot. Yeah. That's more than here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent is Christian. Every 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 event starts with a prayer in Malawi. Okay. You know. Um, so. These hymns are everywhere. Yeah. They are in the streets, they are in churches, and they're performed any 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 other place. You find that any musician plays has has a hymn or two on their album, you know. But so, these are these are conceived these songs mm-hmm. conceived in Malawi. Yeah. That's so, very cool. No, so when these guys obviously when they came, they yeah. came with um um with songs from yes. you know from Scotland and all yeah. that but but what Malawians did later on was to start composing their own hymns yeah. and this is one of the composition that was composed by by a Malawian oh, so very good. yes so that's why I chose to to pick this particular Perfect. hymn because it's it's very traditional to to Malawi in, and it's Malawian it's a Malawian tune so so here goes it goes like this I'm gonna add the chisekese. Responding. Okay. So the the way you would respond is. So I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> so you 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 do that, but you you follow you follow the 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 the, the key. So. It's Oh, 
Beautiful. Nice. So what what um well, yeah what function does that that question serve? What about you? It, that's a hymn. Is yes. is it an an evangelical hymn? Like saying like tell me about your your story or something so, or so, no no so ba- basically what 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 the song says uh, the message is um mo- most of us are, uh, uh, have found joy in yeah. Christ yeah. yeah we found joy in Christ we found peace in Christ yeah. what about you beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful so it's uh, an invitation yes you know the at least where in 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 America a lot of these invitations yes are um, aggressive and mean okay. around here. So it's like, uh, instead of like, Hey, we found joy, come join us. It's, yeah. it, it's often like you better join us or you're going to be in trouble <laughs> is the attitude. You're a sinner. Yeah, yeah. You're a sinner and yeah. make people feel bad. So like mm-hmm. I can imagine if you're playing songs like this, mm-hmm. it makes sense that there's 98% of <laughs> Malawi's, you know, it's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell me more. It's yeah. a very like gentle. I, one one thing I like about this song is is um, how I, I like the gospel element of it. Yeah. That, um, because I mean, gospel is the good news of Christ. Not not um, there is. I, I understand what, what what you mean, like where you're coming from. Be, yeah. Because the good news good news is supposed to. I mean, you can only um, say good news if you're really li- enjoying. Yeah, you know, it's got to be good news. It really has to be good news. I mean, yeah. if you if you you cannot invite someone to a party if you're not happy yourself, yeah. you know. So, um, so basically, it's I, I I like this particular piece because it um, I, I I I'm a testimony of that kind of thing that is uh, yeah. as, as as a Christian myself I've. Um, as a believer, yeah. this is this is the word that I use because maybe Christianity can just be religion. But yeah, I'm, I'm a I'm I understand a believer. the distinction. Yes, yes. I'm Very a believer good. that that um, I'm I'm guided by the higher power, and in everything, all the successes, all my trips, and all my failures, I I still find some piece of joy i still find yeah. i was just having a conversation uh because you know i'm on tour with 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 andrew finn McHale, yes yes and he asked me one one day he says uh so peter do you have anyone you don't get along with because it always seems like you get along with everyone and i said yeah you know what i also get along with my my enemies yeah. you know because one thing i've i've realized in in my in my faith i believe that you should love your neighbor as you love yourself yeah. So your neighbor can be anyone, can be your enemies, yeah. because sometimes they say you, you need to keep your enemies closer because yeah. the more you, because your enemies may may hate you, and may not even know why they hate you. So yeah. the more you get closer to them, and they get to realize um, the the peace that you have for for them, yeah. their attitude changes. Uh-huh. Yeah. you know, and so you know Bob Marley said it that. Your your best friend could be your worst enemy, and uh-huh. your worst enemy could be your best friend. You know, so it's it's that kind of thing. I think this song says says it all. That you yeah. know, we I so all, all I'm saying is I'm I'm why the reason I'm happy, the reason I can get along with anyone because I find peace in my faith. I yeah. I find peace in what I do. So I don't see any reason why I should be stressed out by hate. So you get it. So. So I'm inviting others to to live in that, you know, peaceful world that I live in. Yeah. So that's basically what the piece is. This song is about. Beautiful. I haven't. I've heard that message a lot. And it's nice to hear you say it. I like the way you're saying it. It's making it more interesting to me because I hear it in the same. Well, you know, I I get used to hearing it in certain ways, mm-hmm. and from maybe people who maybe don't believe it yes you know and uh i believe you thank you so much yeah thank you all right do you want to play an appalachian yes, tune yes, okay yes. so this you want me to just throw it out and yes. you'll just start jamming great yes. fearless i love <laughs> it uh so this tune is from Eck robertson okay. short for alex robertson okay or alexander okay um and uh from texas um and it's called lost indian okay indian being Native American. Native what? American. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, this is I I don't know why it's called Lost Indian. There <laughs> might be a, that was going to be my my, my there, next question. There might I don't know where the tune comes from because there are actually a lot of tunes that are adapted from or straight up made by Native American folks, but mm. they're kind of people. The scholarship isn't complete there, so people don't necessarily know which ones are from Native Americans. Okay. Like, uh, I certainly don't know. Mm. Um, I only know about a couple, but. It's also possible that this was made by um, a, a white person or a settler mm-hmm. about Native Americans. And I think the, the sort of irony is calling it Lost Indian. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, they were here first. They probably know where yeah. they are. <laughs> but this tune is really beautiful. And um, it's in a, a special fiddle tuning, mm-hmm. calico tuning. Okay. Um, and whenever I hear it, I always get the impression of like, this is using a different set of musical rules okay. and uh, than what I'm used to. Um, and I, when Finn and I were talking about what tune to do instead of Angeline mm-hmm. the Baker, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which we decided not to do, yeah. um, this one came up because uh, it has this sort of circular quality and I thought that maybe it yeah. could work with us. So okay. anyway, we'll see. We'll, we'll try it out. Okay. new favorite version of the tune (laughs) nice nice cool so beautiful all right let me give you another one okay so this one's called seneca square dance okay or waiting for the federals so seneca square dance is the northern name for it northern usa okay waiting for the federals is the south okay usa name for it cool Um, do you want me to play the same sensei or do you want me to try and play the drum or the oh yeah give us a di- give us a different one yeah yeah what what is this drum so the drum here is um 
so this is uh, a smaller version of what we call embalule. Uh, embalule is like a talking drum, uh, a Malawian talking drum. That, so we have so many different kinds of drums in Malawi, and they all represent uh, different meanings. Yeah. And um, the big drum that we have looks like the drum, the bass drum, or yeah. probably the bass drum is emulated from sure, that sure. drum. Yeah. But um, so what this bass drum is, 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 is known as the bacha in some parts of Malawi and it's also called the gunda in some other parts of, uh, of Malawi. But what this drum is mostly used for is to communicate various types of messages. Um, there is, um, sometimes it's, it's used to invite, to, to convey messages uh, around communities. Say, say someone passes in the community, yeah. um, in the village, uh, they would beat the drum. Uh, say maybe uh, the chief is inviting people to his house for, for some meeting, they'll beat the drum. Um, and in schools as well. You know how you have alarms? Yes. In schools? They beat the drum? Yeah, they'll beat Perfect. the drum. Um, and, and also, the most common, common drumming that I know in, in most villages in Malawi is around like 12 o'clock. It usually comes around 12 o'clock when the moonshine is ready. Very good. Yes. You have moonshine in Malawi too. Yeah, in Malawi, it's called, it's called kachasu. You know, it's, <laughs> but I discovered that. Connections. <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> I discovered that. I was, I was asking someone, I said, do, do you have like illegal beer here? Yeah. I said, yeah, moonshine. And they said, oh, yeah. What so, is it made from in Malawi? Um, I think it's, um, I think there's some, obviously corn. Yes. Same and here. And. I think it's brewed, it's brewed in a certain way. They put a pipe in this huge thing and then they let, I think they mix with, um, I don't know whether there is wheat or there must be something that they do. I've, I haven't really seen how they do it um, because of obviously being a man of faith, I don't, I don't, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't indulge in that. I was going to um, ask if you brought any, you but know, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but, yeah. but, um, so they they brew that but it's it's really powerful it's mm. like uh, from from seeing the results yeah people easily get you yeah. know yeah and that's so, ready at noon yeah <laughs> because okay so malawi depends on um like our economy yeah depends on agriculture so a lot of people work in the fields in the in the in the, in the farms and so there's a lot of farming that takes place and um, big, being in the tropical region, yes, it can get really hot quickly. So, like, so you um, want to do your work before it gets hot. Yes, yes. And So after, people yeah. leave like 5 a.m. going to, yeah. to to work in the fields, and by 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11, it's already hot. Yeah. So they come back, um, they come back to their houses, and they'll have pro probably a little some meal or something like that, and around 12. The moonshine is usually ready. Yeah, yeah. And so they beat this drum. Yeah. The gunda I'm t telling you about. They beat the drum, and men know, a lot of men know, know that, oh, it's ready. Yeah. So they all go to, 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 to paddle. Yeah. So this this is one part of the, 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 the drums. This is this is the baluli, the talking drum. It sort of accompanies. Talking drum? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try and use this on. Great. Yeah. I'm going to go turn off this heater real quick, okay. and I'll be right back, okay. and then we'll play it. Okay. All right. Waiting for the Federals.
good. Beautiful. Talking drum. Beautiful. Well, we have one one tune left. Yeah. Um, and before we play that, where can people find your music? How can people support all of your endeavors? Um, so they just have to, uh, so they can find me on Facebook um, or, you know, I've got an Instagram account. It's Peter Mong as well. And um, they can also go to my website um, and learn more of the projects that I'm doing. One of those is um, Guitars for Malawi, yes. which, which uh, is a project which I'm running with Talents of the Malawian Child, which is my nonprofit in Malawi, which... Uh, talents of the Malawian Child? Yes, Talents of the Malawian Child, which uses uh, various skills. We, impart, we, we try to empower children with various skills. Um, be, it could be banjo playing, <laughs> guitar playing, um, sansi playing. We try to use skills for them to, to use that as, a, as an income generating tool for them to, yes. scan, to, to go to school and stay in school. Because a lot of kids don't go to school um, because they don't have um, resources. Like they don't have clothes to wear to go to school. They don't have food to, you know, you can't go to school on an empty stomach. You, yeah. can't, you can't go to school naked. You right. can't, you know. So we try as much as possible to use uh, skills. So one of the things that we're doing now is donating uh, used guitars. So people can donate used guitars uh, to, to, to these kids. And these, these guitars, they inspire them to go and learn how to play guitars, and, which means they would want to go to school and, and learn. And so as in, in the Guitars for Malawi program, we also have an element of production. They're not only playing guitars, we're teaching them how to produce their own music. How yeah. to record their own music. Wonderful. How to market their own music. And most we, important. <laughs> yeah, yes. And we we also help them. We give them a platform. Yeah. Um, once in a while, we, we we take them on a tour where they go on radio and promote their music. They awesome. Talk of what they do, and we organize shows for them so they can go and showcase their talent, and they make money, and then they get inspired to stay in school that way, and because they become a part of the community yes. and they have. A, you know, um, a, a sense of what it means to be. They, they, they get, they, they, they have meaning. Life has a meaning because now they, they see, they, they have hope yeah. because of what they're doing and because of the music, because of their art, because of basically getting engaged in this pro pro program. And so because of that, a lot of them don't drop out of school. Yeah. And so, um, if people want to support, they can they can go to my website and they can shoot me an email at petermonga at, at gmail.com or talents of the Malawian child uh, ta talents of the Malawian child uh, at gmail.com. So um, that's how anyone can reach me. Great, Peter. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, come here on on your way through and um, yeah, just bring this awesome music. Thank you with so much. A lot of depth under, you know, behind it. That's great. And thanks for for playing with me. Yes. You know, this is the first time I've played with the banjo player. I've Hopefully not the last. <laughs> Very yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. So what's this last song? This one is um, is another hymn, um, but this particular hymn is just um, it's it's being a traditional hymn. I I turned it into uh, like an instrumental. Mm. You know. Um, um, I, I've done a lot of, so what I, the way it came about was through this jam session I had with my band one day and, and then we, as we were playing and then, and then I, I was like, you know, what would be great was to, to put some element of honor in this, in this, yeah. in this, in this jam. And then it turned out to be so we're only going to play a section of that i see because because i don't have a band with me okay <laughs> ready yeah, yeah.
everyone. Go to petermawanga.com for tour dates, albums, and info on all his projects, like Talents of the Malawian Child, mentioned in the interview, and his collaboration with Andrew Finn McGill, Mao Al Malawi, Stories of AIDS. And make sure to like and follow Peter Mawanga and the Amaravi Movement on Facebook. If you want to support Get Up in the Cool and get some exclusive bonus content, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the Patreon button. There, you'll find all the levels at which you can support the show and their corresponding rewards, like on-air shoutouts, weekly bonus tracks, access to the Get Up in the Cool tune archive, and online banjo workshops. Special thanks to my newest Patreon supporters, Darren O'Mahony, Lucy McLeod, Ben Cochiaro, hi Ben, Composer Dad, hi Jonathan, and Robert Fink. Thank you all so much. Your support means a lot, and it's going to directly affect the quality of the show. Seriously, I have some plans. If you've been listening to Get Up in the Cool for the past month or so, you know the Patreon's been blowing up. Uh, since the start of February, the pledges have increased $67 an episode, which is incredible. The show has gone from a fun hobby to a serious bid for my time and energy, and it's really exciting to think about being freed up to focus more time on Get Up in the Cool, uh, pay my guests better, and uh, maybe get some better equipment to increase the sound quality. So, again, to my Patreon supporters, all 87 of you, thank you so much. I'm really excited to meet you all at the festivals this summer, and thank you some more in person, preferably with tunes. All the links I mentioned in this outro can be found in the show notes on your device or on camerondubit.com slash getupinthecool. And make sure to like, follow, and join Get Up In The Cool's Facebook page and group. I'm going to post some videos of Peter and myself, so go check it out. You can get the best of 2016 album, Get Up In The Cool Volume 1, by following the buy stream button on my website. While you're there, click that button that says TOTBS, which stands for Think Outside The Box Set, my other podcast also music related but very different and finally i'm always looking for more skype banjo students so hit me up on facebook or the contact form on my website oh and that contact form uh if you're interested in sponsoring an episode of get up in the cool that's where you can contact me thanks for listening friends that's all for now come back same time next week to get up in the cool